Hey everyone, my name is Drew, and this is Advent Daily, a daily podcast that we're doing throughout this season in anticipation of Christmas. We're nine days away from Christmas Day, and we're right now in the middle of a week focusing on joy. This is our reflection for Wednesday, December the 16th. Let's start with a prayer of presence like we have every day. Let me pray it over us. Lord Jesus, in this moment of prayer, free us from the distractions of the day so that we may be deeply present to you and to ourselves for the sake of the world around us. We're going to begin by reading Psalm 30, 1 through 5. The psalmist says this, David says, I will exalt you, Lord, for you lifted me out of the depths and did not let my enemies gloat over me. Lord, my God, I called to you for help and you healed me. You, Lord, brought me up from the realm of the dead. You spared me from the going down to the pit. Sing the praises of the Lord, you his faithful people. Praise his holy name, for his anger lasts only a moment but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. Paul says this in Philippians 4. We read part of Philippians yesterday. He says in Philippians 4, 8 through 9, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent, or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, the legend says this, a sort of joy exists that knows nothing at all of the heart's pain, anguish, and dread. It does not last. It can only numb a person for the moment. The joy of God has gone through the poverty of the manger and the agony of the cross. That is why it is invincible, irrefutable. It does not deny the anguish when it is there, but finds joy in the midst of it. In fact, precisely there, it does not deny grave sin, but finds forgiveness precisely in this way. It looks death straight in the eye, but it finds life precisely within it. Full of joy, we are enabled to believe that there was and is one to whom no human suffering or sin is foreign and who in deepest love accomplished our redemption. Only in such joy in Christ the Redeemer shall we be preserved from hardening ourselves where human suffering encounters us. Richard Foster puts it like this. If we think we will have joy only by praying and singing psalms, we will be disillusioned. But if we fill our lives with simple good things and constantly thank God for them, we will be joyful. That is, we will be full of joy. And what about our problems? When we determine to dwell on the good and excellent things in life, we will be so full of those things that they will tend to swallow our problems. Brothers and sisters, let's receive this scripture and these quotes today and let's live in joy 
And let's pray the Lord's Prayer together as we get on with our day. Let's say it. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. And we say together, amen. My prayer for you is that you'd have a day that is filled with Christ's presence. And in response to the scripture reading and the things we've reflected on here, we encourage you to spend a few quiet minutes praying and reflecting and even writing. Grace and peace.